Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hi, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott, founder of Kirk Elliott PhD Private Advisors. This presentation is is entitled Engaging the Culture in a Time of Conflict because we have a lot of conflict in the world right now, right? Everybody hates everybody for everything. Your 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 race, your skin color, your politics, your religion, how you dress, right? Everybody focuses on how they're different rather than what they have in common with each other. So I'm going to go over here. It's a little bit of a departure from what I normally do, just talking about economics. But I'm going to talk about engaging the culture in a time of conflict. So who is this guy? (laughs) So this guy, if you don't know, is Archduke Franz Ferdinand of Austria. So in 1889, Franz Ferdinand's life changed dramatically. His cousin, Crown Prince Rudolf, committed suicide at his hunting lodge. Well, this left Franz Ferdinand's father, Karl Ludwig, as first in line to the throne. Karl Ludwig died of typhoid fever in 1896. Long story short, Ferdinand was groomed to succeed the throne. So, things started to spin out of control because... In, on June 28th of 1914, Archduke Ferdinand was assassinated. See, this was the beginning of World War I. His assassination sparked that global conflict because on July 28th of 1914, just one month later, Austria declared war on Serbia. Russia declared war on Austria to help defend Serbia the same day. Germany then declared war on Russia just a few days later on August 1st. Germany then declared war on France two days after that on August 3rd. France then declared war on Germany on that same day. Germany declared war on Belgium the same day. Britain declared war on Germany the next day. Austria declares war on Russia on August 6th, two days later. Wow, what a mess, right? So... Because some guy got killed, about 20 million people lost their lives in response to fighting in World War I. See, every life is important, right? I'm not, I'm not discounting um, Franz Ferdinand's life, right? But he got killed. He was assassinated. Because of that, 20 million people lost their lives. Well, why did so many die? Because of a brutal war tactic called trench warfare, where people, soldiers, establish a position. Right? So, okay, so this is key. They're establishing a position. So what is trench warfare? It is where you establish a position. You dig yourself down into that position. You hide in that position. You never come in sight with your enemy. You just hold firm to your established position, and you hurl a lot of ammo the other person's way. So 
during this conflict, this war, World War I, there was really nothing to show for it when it was done, right? Because over the four-year span of World War I, the battle lines did not move much. Therefore, not much was accomplished. See, the geography didn't change. The leaders didn't change. Nothing really happened except a lot of people died. Except Christmas Eve of 1914, something amazing happened. See, six months into the Great War, someone stepped into no man's land in between those trenches without a weapon and declared a ceasefire. It's called the Christmas Truce of 1914. See, look at this picture. This is actual wartime footage of the enemies, right, playing soccer on this Christmas truce of 1914. How could this happen? They were just fighting. They were shooting each other. They were piling people up. Millions and millions and millions of people were dying. And yet, somebody decided to call a truce. And they were playing soccer. They were breaking bread together. They were eating together, right? So here's a hidden key to our future. Even though there was so much that they disagreed on with each other, because they were at war, for crying out loud, on that day, they focused on what they had in common. The British, the Germans, the French, they were all Christians, and they wanted to celebrate Christmas. See, this realization caused them to talk, look each other eye to eye, eat together, play together, experience a reprieve, a peace in the midst of the storm with their weapons on the ground. See, relationship changes everything. Everything. And those of you who know me know that this is how I live. With relationships, first and foremost. I'm a very heart-forward kind of a person. So this, this presentation is very near and dear to my heart because that night it changed them. So much so that the next day when the fighting was to resume, they couldn't pull the trigger on someone they were eating and playing games with the day before. So the commanding officers had to re reassign them to a different front as they couldn't attack somebody that they had relationship with, right? In the years that follow, a new rule was established. The no fraternization rule, because you probably won't kill them if you know them. <laughs> that, that's the gist of it. So this is a key, a hidden key to our future. And that key is that relationship changes everything. So fast forward to today. Today we have modern day trench warfare. So with this backdrop in mind, of what we just talked about during World War I, social media has created a catalyst that is similar to trench warfare. In fact, it is trench warfare, in my opinion. People see or hear of something that they take a stand on, they establish a position, they start firing ammo against the other side without ever knowing the full story or, or, or the person. And therefore, we've become a nation that's divided. Divided over politics, race, gender, class, nationality, religion, marriage. People are looking for division rather than commonality. And so there's this relentless attack. People 
most of the time don't want to change. They want to only add to their pile of ammo so they can continue the relentless attack on people that they assume are against them and have different views. And because of that, I'm truly concerned about where our nation is right now and where we're headed because we're a nation divided. On all those things I just mentioned, we're a nation divided. So somebody has to take the first step. Someone has to take that first step and like the unknown guy from World War I, be bold, be courageous, and go out into the battlefield with a bold message. Bold message of what? A bold message of loving your neighbor. Focus on what we have in common rather than how we're different, right? Don't divide. Don't hate. Don't be that judgmental person that hates everything in life, right? Now, I'm not saying that you have to agree with everybody. Because we all have biases. We all have things that, you know, worldview because of our politics, our religion, our whatever, that we have views on. Doesn't mean you have to discount that. I'm just saying focus on what you have in common with each other rather than how you're different and watch how the world starts to change. So what do we need to do? We need to be willing to drop our weapons. We need to focus on what unites rather than what divides. And we need to end the war internally in ourselves before the external war can be won. So how many of you use like Quicken or some like online, you know, program to, to balance your checkbook, right? You can either resolve or reconcile. See, the old way is you resolve. And sometimes that's the current way too. The war is all about resolving. You fight, you fight, you fight. Somebody wins and somebody loses. You resolve it. The new way is to reconcile, like with your checkbook. You have all these expenses. You have all this income. And then when you click the button, you know, the balloons go flying and there's there's fireworks and it says, good job. You're at zero. Your expenses met with your income and you're now reconciled. And boy, when you do that, and it's zero and you're happy about it. Isn't that a great feeling? Isn't it frustrating when you try to reconcile your checkbook and it's like two cents off? It's like, where is it? Where is that problem? See, reconciliation brings the two sides together to a balancing point in the middle. Resolving is generally war. Somebody wins and somebody loses. So how do we change our nation? One person at a time. That's how you change our nation. Martin Luther King Jr. said, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that, right? Light and dark can't coexist at the same time. Light always casts out darkness. That's the nature of light. Let's be light in this dark world. Let's change the nation one person at a time. Start with your neighbor. Actually, start with yourself, then spread it to your neighbor and watch how that spider webs out and we start making a difference, not just for this generation, but for future generations. Again, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott, founder of Kirk Elliott PhD Private Advisors.
Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliotphd.com.